Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, with a dash of garden, chatting about current interests, and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events on the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, everybody. You are not going to believe the story I have to tell you. You know, I was told by my grandma that things happened in threes. Do you remember this song from Schoolhouse Rock in 1973? I do. Oh yes, three's magic number. It seems like everything happens in threes. Uh, my creative corner, three. Three has always been symbolic to me, even though <laughs> when I picked the name, it was more because my creative corner, one and two, and all that were already taken. But I digress. The thing is, three is a pretty important number to me. And three big things have happened since I talked to you last. I've been working on things in three. I've bought things in three. So three and Biden, you know, is really important to me. Mind, body, and spirit. All of the things that three encompass, you know, work, life, and balance. It's all part of this. So I'm going to do my best to tell you what's been going on because I've been having a little bit of troubles and you'll probably hear it in my voice and sometimes words don't come real well. But they'll see the day after I posted my last podcast, I started showing signs and symptoms of COVID. Yeah, I got it at work had a meeting with my boss prepping for my annual review, which still hasn't happened yet because it's a long process where I work. And she tested positive the day after and I got sick. It was mild, supposedly mild at first. But COVID plays into this long story. I really was pretty sick with it at first, but you know, not like high fevers and all of the things like when I had pneumonia before, but this was like just something like you'll never experience if you've not had COVID yet. And I never did. I had been so careful, but you know, the world was changing, work was changing and there we are. I knew eventually I'd get it. And when I got it, it was going to be interesting. You know, I really got the body aches and the chills and low-grade temp and just by the third day I couldn't taste and smell much of anything and I knew I had COVID but funny thing is I never tested positive but by the time I saw my doctor he's like yeah well you know clinically we know what it is so there we are by the third day See, we're already in threes. 
I was so sick. I had been home for a couple of days. And on the third day, I was still trying to long arm. I had made promises and deadlines that I had to keep. One was going to a quilt show in June. And the quilt was a COVID quilt. How ironic. I know the irony is not lost on me. And I started really working on the most interesting parts of the quilt, free motion custom quilting this, when I got COVID. I was determined to be done with it on the deadline, and I was. Oh, but man, I was sick. On the third day, I was home on a Friday, May 20th. I was in bed. After trying to long arm, I thought, one row, 15 minutes at a time. I can do anything in 15 minutes. Sometimes my best work has been done when I've been mildly sick, but this was really progressing. So I had new, brand new earbuds. They're Raycon earbuds, if you're interested. I like them. Um, wireless, rechargeable, super cool. I put them in and I was really thinking, man, these wireless earbuds are a game changer. I'm going to lay down now because the headaches you get is awful. And I had like this aching in my spine, which I know is neurological. It wasn't the bones. It was just like deep in my spine. I hurt. Couldn't stand. I was getting to a point where I couldn't hear real great. So that's why I thought, I'll pop these earbuds in and listen to the music. And the sky got really dark. And I was so happy. I'd been texting my friend and I said, hey, I think we're going to get some rain. I won't have to worry about watering my plants. They were just really starting to come on. And in May, they needed a little water. I was kind of happy, actually. It was nice and perfect day for a nap. And I'm dozing off and, you know, got a thunderstorm warning. And I texted my friend and I said, well, I hope you still have power because it looks really bad out the window. And it got very dark. And then I'm like, why are all these semis driving by my house blowing air horns? It was like a huge parade. It was like a rumbling and so many of them. I had the earbuds in and I'm listening to meditation music and I'm kind of dozing when I my phone pinged again and it said there's a tornado in your town. I went, oh man, that never happens here. We are known for blizzards. We are known for lots of things, but tornadoes are not it. So I text my husband and go, oh my goodness, there's a tornado in town. Only used a little bit stronger language. And... He's like, get in the basement. And I'm like, yeah, I'm meandering there. He goes, no, get in the basement. You know, the one thing I'm going to tell you when you have COVID is you don't think straight. Something happened in my brain and I was just like moseying about. Now, went downstairs. It took me several minutes, you know, like three minutes to get down the stairs. I flipped the TV on and the local newscaster is begging people, take shelter, get in the basement. From the time I got that first warning to the time I got into the basement, I'm dusting off my little folding chair that's down there for whatever reason, like storms. The house got very quiet. And then the power started to blink. And I texted my husband and I said, I think it's coming. And I realized that what I was listening to, 
the semi-sounds I heard before the silence was the tornado. And of course, I took my earbuds out now and I'm fully paying attention. And from what the news told us, it was the EF3, at least 100 to 150 miles an hour. The wind hit my house. Everybody at work was okay. But it hit my house hard, really hard. And it was gone. It was like less than a minute. And the sun was out as soon as the tornado went through. We had no power. And I kind of waited and I went up to the landing, looked outside. The sun is out. The birds are actually in my garden going back to life, bathing in the puddles, eating seeds, eating worms, you know. And I thought, you know, most tornadoes are like a little bit longer than a minute. And I'm like, oh, I think I better go back down there. So I waited another 10, 15 minutes. The phone told me the warning was over. And I went outside because I'm like, oh my gosh, as hard as this house shook, we must have damage. We must have downed trees. So the good news is that most of the dead trees sent over the course of the pandemic since about, you know, the early 2020, we had many trees removed on our property. Some during a property dispute with our neighbor who owns the parking lot that butts up to our property they took all the trees down in the back that was not the agreement but then we hired that same guy to come back 18 months later to take the dead trees down that were leaning toward our house and he took those down last summer yeah it's such a good thing like summer or fall and i went out there not one branch hit our house a couple branches were near my garden the garage stood firm and no shingles of, those, of that brand new roof we had put on in the last couple of years had flown off. We were lucky, very, very lucky. But I was really sick with COVID and I looked out and I could see that there were people walking the streets like zombies with their dogs and trying to figure out what's going on. I could hear nothing but sirens. I knew it was bad. I knew it was really bad. But we had no power and we had very little internet and it took us, you know, we were without power from Friday afternoon until, I don't know, I think it was Sunday we had power at night um, and we started getting more news. So before we completely were cut off from the world, I did get a little bit of cell phone signal and I texted my kids and my mom and dad and told them we were okay just in case something came on the news. Oh my goodness. It was all over the news. So look at May 20th tornado in Michigan. We had one of the strongest ones and I was so sick. We could have gone somewhere for shelter that had power. Um, the good news is in May, it's not super hot. The only thing we lost was the food in our refrigerator. Our, our freezer, the deep freeze stayed good. We had a grill. We grilled what we could. I even got desperate enough for a cup of coffee for Saturday morning that I looked up, how do you make coffee without <laughs> power in your house? And they had an ingenious idea of putting a candle underneath a fry pan that you sat on a 
cake pan and I had all that and I made myself a primitive cup of coffee. Um, I was proud of myself. I was so bored. Um, I could look up things on, on the internet every once in a while, but not for a real long time. And then we had no power. So we, every once in a while, um, we'd go run out to the car and plug in our phone. Our last hot meal was Friday night after the tornado. My husband was worried about me because I was so sick. So we drove 30 miles to a McDonald's in the next town, only to hear when we got down there that they were locking the town down because of the extensive damage. And when that was the first glimpses that we saw, because we couldn't get to the part of town that was really hit bad, and we knew a block north of us was really bad, but we couldn't get to those areas because of down power lines. And we didn't want to. We wanted people to get help. So we got a McDonald's Friday night, and then we just stayed home. And like I said, we could have gone to friends and family who had power, but I'd had COVID, and I didn't want to give it to anybody. So that was the first part of my COVID story was interrupted with this heinous tornado. As days turned into, you know, a week or so, the story unfolded. We saw all the videos. We saw the neighborhood. In my neighborhood, just about four houses north of me, they're gone. A lot of them are gone. A couple are standing. A couple were half standing. The hospital is north of me. It was okay, but the trajectory was on an angle. It took out some friends' houses, people we know, and lots of businesses were gone. So that was a huge thing to have to process while I was not thinking straight and while my body was in chaos and I kept trying to work. I finally, in the third week of being sick with COVID, I told my boss, I said, I can't do this. I can't come to work. I can't breathe. This was the week I had really developed full on deep bronchitis. I thought it was pneumonia, but I did see my doctor about 10 days into it and started some medication for the bronchitis. He said I didn't qualify for any other COVID treatment. We were treating it symptomatically. And then a week later, I still wasn't feeling well. And I went to, when all my meds were done, I did go back to a walking clinic and had a lot more testing done in Man, it just got worse for um, over a month into five weeks. And it took my job until this week, today, July 12th, to let me do some days from home or afternoons from home. Um, I'll have long COVID. That's the rest of the story, right? You know, you go from COVID to the tornado to long COVID. And I don't know. The doctor told me that for some of the people who get COVID, it takes a year to know where you're going to be. Maybe your body can recover. Maybe my lungs will recover. You can hear my voice sounds a little rattly. Um, it's been until this week where I can breathe a little bit better. And I'm on inhalers that I have to use every few hours. And, you know, it sucks, but it is what it is. I've been sick before. I've had 
illnesses that have taken me a long time to get over. And I'm better now than where I was two weeks ago. So I have a little bit of hope. And he's telling me a lot of folk within five and six months have their sense and taste of smell um, come back. Their sense of taste and smell can come back. And I'm noticing that some of it is starting to come back a little bit. Um, I can smell, I get whiffs of some things every once in a while that I couldn't smell before. And I still can't taste my coffee or smell it, which is kind of sad. But every once in a while, I can get a whiff of coffee in the coffee grounds. I walk by my roses that were blooming by the back door and I caught a whiff of the rose, but then I bend down to smell it more deeply and I couldn't smell it anymore. So I've been doing a lot of research online about how to rehabilitate yourself because he said I didn't have pneumonia. I didn't have blood clots, my doctor. So now I can really start working on, let me catch my breath here. This is why I didn't do a podcast a while ago that I um, need to start working on endurance and rehabilitation. And so my hope is while I work from home, I can rest my brain because it gets really overwhelmed with a lot of decision making and stress, which can happen in the office where at home, I feel like I can pace my work more. And today I just took the afternoon off because I'm going to get my hair cut. Uh, so it's pacing and training yourself. So I'm doing some smell training. I've gone online and basically what it is, is you try to breathe different smells every day. And I happen to have about, I don't know, eight or 10 different essential oils. So you breathe three or four of them and you sniff them and you try to remember what does this smell like? What memories do I have associated with this? Like orange, orange spice reminds me of fall. And I think about fall and what it smells like. And now I can smell the orange spice pretty strong. I can smell all of my essential oils, lavender, eucalyptus, you know, and that's part of it. So then when I run into things like the rose, I keep going back to the rose bush because it's still blooming and trying to catch more sense of it and remembering what it smells like. What do roses smell like? That's part of scent training. Um, my body, I'm just trying to take more steps. I'm, I have my active five. Do you remember the little squeezy thing I bought at the beginning of the pandemic to do chair exercises with? I'm strong enough to do though those exercises. They're like five minute exercises and I'm shaking like a leaf by the end. I'm, I'm pretty weak. And today my first test of walking is going to be I'm walking across the street and down the alley to my beautician because we have our little festival in town which blocks off the main street, Alpenfest, and I can't get out of my driveway very easily and I don't want to bang up my new to me car. So that's where I'm at in my COVID long COVID recovery. So it's about six weeks or so we are looking at the more long haul stuff, post COVID symptoms, post COVID syndrome. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. I just know it's going to take me a year to start feeling fully myself again. And it's getting better. Every once in a while, I'm going to stumble over words. That's a COVID post COVID thing. Word finding sentences get a little goofy. Um, so bear with me if any of that happens. 
during this podcast. So needless to say, I haven't been doing tons. I have not been doing tons of stuff, but I have been trying to craft just to try to keep my sanity. So long arming was on pause after I got the quilt show quilt done. And there's a real weird story with that quilt show, which I'll get to in a minute. But what I have been doing is handwork. I jumped on the great granny squared um, along. It's a quilt along, crochet along, and stitch along, cross stitch. And so um, I jumped right on it and I did a block and it took my brain a lot of thinking. And I thought, you know, I don't think I should be using a rotary cutter and a sewing machine right now. So then I went to the granny square because it's the great granny squared. Okay, so Lori Holt wrote a book and you can buy it at Fat Quarter Shop. And I do have an affiliate link for Fat Quarter Shop now. You know, let me look up that affiliate link so we can put it in right here. Okay, I'll have to do some more research because, of course, I can't find the affiliate link for Fat Quarter Shop. But I bought the book from Fat Quarter Shop by Lori Holt called Great Granny Squared. And it's Great Granny Squared because the center block is the mama and then the next round is the grandma and then the great grandma. So I had it wrong. The center square is the child, the mother, the grandmother, the great grandma. One, two, three, four. I'm looking at the black. It has four rounds and then your white border. It's on a diagonal. So it's kind of like a um, big just squares put together. They're very cool. And, you know, I've been plugging away at it. And then Lori Hull also did a big tutorials on her YouTube channel about granny squares and I thought you know I love making granny squares I'm gonna bust my yarn stash so I've made several granny squares and I also have a granny square cardigan to finish so that crochet along is coming along this summer and I'm kind of plugging away at it really slowly and right now what I'm working on is the cross stitch that is based on Lori Holt's pattern it's free at Fat Quarter Shop and you can do one cross stitch granny square or you can do four. I think I'm going to compromise and do three. And I bought eight of cloth and I thought I bought embroidery floss, but in my COVID brain, I did not. And I bought <laughs> pearl cotton. However, I bought a bag of pearl cotton with lots of colors. So I thought, you know, I'll just do it over two sets of um, squares. So it's a big cross stitch. So it's actually going pretty fast. But Lori Holt has something on her YouTube channel and Fat Quarter Shop uses these as well as Lori called design boards. They're about 7, 10, or 14 inches and you can make them yourself. So I ordered the foam core and you wrap it in batting and then you can put a little jelly roll strip around like a binding. And it's great for transporting all these squares to your sewing machine so they don't blow all over the place and you can have them laid out. So I spent a good week and a half going through my stash and searching Pinterest for a color palette because I'm like, yeah, with this brain, I am not going to be able to figure out how to use a color wheel. So I pulled out a um, 
a Pinterest board. It's a color palette based on um, Mexican embroidery with those bright colors of teal and aqua and middle hot blue and oranges and that and pinks with some purples. I, I pulled out all those colors. It makes my heart sing. I love the project. I have made four granny squares. I have two cross stitch granny squares done and about four crocheted ones. And I'm just going to keep plugging away at this project until I'm completely satisfied that I have completed what I want to complete. Will I make a full quilt the size in the pattern? I don't know. The other new, good news about that pattern book is it has you use fat quarters and different things so there's no waste in the project because she has what you can make with the leftovers um, like a second quilt or what just want to get it done calls quilts her youtube channel says after quilts um from the leftovers as well as pillows and things like that i like this um some of the second quilts in there and i might make it i don't know we'll see so everything else I've been doing has been totally put on pause. Um, I did try knitting a couple of rows on my elementary wrap, but you know, my body still has some aches and pains. Knitting, knitting is not pain-free. Where crocheting, I can do some and I don't hurt as much. Cross-stitch doesn't bother my fingers. And the good news is after all this time, that cracked thumbnail seems to be healing a bit. Maybe I can start doing some more serious hand stitching. And I'm just kind of like, hmm, where am I going to go with my projects? And I'm going to tell you, it's where the dopamine takes me. I haven't done anything else. I've not even really been in my garden much since I got covid I did do some weeding in the early days of COVID because I thought being out in the fresh air and sunshine would be helpful. It did help a little bit, but I got overly tired. And now my garden is kind of where it normally is this time of year. It's very full cottage style garden with my fairy garden is not fully set up like I would have wanted it to be, like I dreamed it would be in a couple of other podcasts that I talk about it, but I did get the houses out and my son and his wife bought me a little dragon to go out there. And my husband bought a solar powered sphere that hangs from a shepherd's hook. That's where we had our bird feeder. The bird bath is out. My glow in the dark gazing ball is out. And it looks good. Yeah, there's some weeds in there that I could pull, but I'm not worried about it. Totally not worried about it. I can barely keep up with keeping the house um, from being totally disastrous and keeping clean clothes on our bodies. My husband helps some, but he hasn't been feeling great either. I don't think he got COVID, but you know, he has been going to Highland Games. He kind of got run down. There's some allergy stomach things, but you know, we're making it. We are definitely working through the, this summer. It just feels like it's already mid-July and I feel like I've missed a good chunk of the summer, but you know, there's the second half and you know, I decided I missed Alma 
which was Memorial Day weekend. And this weekend, I I did sit um, at a field and listen to bagpipes and watch my husband throw. And I'm like, all right, I, this is okay. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't cook. I didn't clean. I just sat. And I got up and tried walking a little bit, a tiny bit at a time. And I felt much better getting out a little bit, saw some old friends. And I'm like, that that was probably as therapeutic as anything else. So Memorial Day weekend. On Memorial Day, I was supposed to drive down to Novi to the Carvana vending machine and pick up the car we bought. So we had an old flex. I think it was the first year that they made them. And the car has served us well, but it's getting a little rusty. It needed some work in the power steering and things like that. So we fixed it all up. And we're like, you know, rather than turn it in on a trade-in through Carvana, we asked our family and our son and his wife bought the car. So my husband went down to the vending machine with his uncle because I was too sick to go. And I couldn't video it, but uncle did. He did a great job of videoing it because they couldn't find a driver to drive the car to our door. And they were going to charge us more money to drive down to the Detroit area, Novi, to get the car. But my husband said, you know, they gave me a great deal of taking some money off the price of the car because we had to go pick it up. And he said, it really was cool. Um, I do have a video on TikTok and Facebook Reels um, about this vending machine. I think you can even look at it on a Saturday morning coffee post. I've done one or two of them while I've been sick and that's it. But it's super cool. The car comes down and you can see it through this big glass building. They twirl it around on the table. Lights flash. You get to look at it from head to toe, front to back, side to side, and then they drive it out to you. And he goes, it's a big deal. He goes, it's like his big selling point. He goes, the most fun thing about it was the customer ahead of him. There was a big line of a people with appointments. He said it was a high school graduate who the deal was with all their kids, if they graduated and they did well, that they got a car and he did exceptionally well. So he got a nice car and he goes to watch the kids eyes light up as they took it out of the vending machine it was pretty cool. So what did I get? a gray last year model of Ford Flex because it was a great price. We did drive a Honda Pilot when we visited our kids in Virginia this spring, but it was a lot more money. And to be honest, the Flex is going to be fine. It looks brand new. It had 23,000 miles when we got it. Honestly, everything inside looked brand spanking new. There was one little chip on the paint that was very surface chip. And when we brought it home, we found another chip that was undisclosed. They painted it and no questions asked. So that's all done. The car is a dream. It's every push button thing you could imagine. Things that I never knew existed because I've driven a car that was 15 years old about, <laughs> you know, it has the center console, push a button, it remembers my seat settings, it's got air conditioning that blows on the seat as well as every zone. Oh my gosh. 
oh, it's even got a latch that you can remote open. So super cool. I'm thrilled with this car. They're big and they're a little bit heavier than most cars and they drive, at least for us, they drive through the snow quite well. Maybe someday we'll get a Mustang or an Alfa Romeo. I think those are really cool cars. But anyway, those would be retirement and when we don't live in the snow belt area because those are not winter cars. I don't know. We also like Mini Coopers. Um, we sat in some at a car show a few years ago and they're a lot bigger on the inside than they look. And I think it would be super fun to join a mini car club. And my friend actually belongs to one. And I thought, wouldn't I would like that. That would be the perfect thing for an introvert, right? You can get in the car, drive the loop, stop and socialize with the people you get to know summer by summer in the club. You have a meal, you can sit and chat. And then at the end of the day, everybody goes home. I think it would be the perfect <laughs> <laughs> the perfect thing. Are you a member of a car club? Let me know because I think it would be phenomenal. I have really been excited about that, but I bought something for me for my birthday, which was in the throes of my first week of having COVID. I bought a smart water bottle by Hydrate Spark. It is smart because it glows at the bottom. It has a puck that is fully electronic, so you can't get that wet. You cannot put this in the dishwasher. It feels, it's like a, a thermos. It kind of reminds me of a Yeti, that insulated things that you put ice in and the ice stays in there for a long time, so the water stays super cold. It measures the water somehow, I'm guessing, by weight. You sit it on a flat surface and it beams all the information about how much water you're drinking to your phone. I am in a competition with my friend, the one, yes, I was texting during a tornado. She told me about hers. I got the big Whopper size, 32 ounce one that's brand new in a teal color. And we make sure that we drink enough water every day because you know, part of recovery is drinking enough water, which I realized I was not <laughs> drinking enough water. And it's kind of fun to gamify everything. And that's just been super cool. My husband bought me for my birthday, which was at the end of May, a smartwatch. And I'm super excited about that. So if you remember, um, right before that, we got new Android phones. So I got a Samsung Galaxy 4 watch, which is great because my hearing evidently is not as good as it was, as well as all my other problems. So <laughs> I can tell when people are at the door because the ring doorbell buzzes my watch, um, text notifications and things like that. I can get on my watch. I am thrilled with it. It keeps track of my steps. It keeps track of all of the things that I want to, as well as doing EKGs, ECGs, they call them now, and oxygen saturation, which is helpful to alleviate the anxiety that I get um, when I don't have the full breathing capacity. So I really like it. I've had a lot of fun with that. And then the other thing he got me was a gimbal for the foam. And gimbal is something that you hold and it's got thumb um, buttons that I can rotate it. And it keeps it from being herky-jerky when I do videos. So I'm getting better. 
You'll notice that I have been posting a lot of shorts on TikTok Reels, Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, and I've been using the gimbal in the last couple weeks. Now that my son showed me how to use it, he was able. We were able to go down and visit recently for Fourth of July, and he showed me how to be able to use it. So I was thrilled. Um, I did drop my phone right after I got it and the screen, thank goodness, I insisted they double check we had insurance for 50 bucks on the deductible through the phone company. They fixed it. Oh, yeah, it's been a wild ride, but three is the magic number. So let's recap the three things that I bought. And we got was the watch, the car, and my hydrate spark for my birthday. For fun, my husband bought me the gimbal so that I can keep going with my videoing because I find that to be a lot of fun. I've been doing that probably more as a creative outlet even than crafting. Um, the three things that happened that weren't great were the COVID, the tornado, and long COVID. And the three things that I have been working on is the Granny Square quilt, the Great Granny Squared. You can find that on Fat Quarter Shop. The pattern is by Lori Holt. It is not free. You have to purchase it. I think it was $13 for the pattern book, which has patterns for four or five things in it. The Crochet Granny Square pattern. Lori Holt has tutorials on her YouTube channel. And the quilt design boards that I'm going to make. And I'm going to try to video that in the future when I'm ready to use sharp knives <laughs> to cut them. I'm going to try to film that using my new DJI Osmo gimbal for my phone. And I've been cross-stitching. That pattern is free on Fat Quarter Shop. So those are the three crafty things that I've been working on. And then the other thing that I've been doing is thank goodness for Home Chef because I've been getting three meals a week from them. And after restarting this podcast literally three times today because the mail came, a street sweeper went by and then Home Chef delivered and they gave me my three meals. So what's for dinner this week? is crispy onion crusted chicken with creamy mushroom sauce and green beans. Oh my goodness, that looks delicious. And then we got a Tex-Mex style beef and pepper soup. It kind of looks like chili. Um, it has diced tomatoes, peppers, a little bit of cream cheese you can put on top with the taco seasoning. And there are no beans in it. It's with ground beef. But you put it together like a chili. So that would be a fun thing for a hot day. You don't have to fire up the stove. And the ones that I love too are these things like pretzel crusted pork chop with brown sugar Dijonese and shaved Brussels sprouts. You cook the Brussels sprouts by baking them in the... Oh, this one's not in the oven. A lot of times Brussels sprouts are oven baked. And this time you pan fry them. And the pork chops are put in the oven and they have this lovely, can you hear me reading the <laughs> pretzel 
crusted, meaning you crush up the pretzels and put it on top of like a shake and bake, only with pretzels with the fancy sauce. I love Home Chef. Why? It's been the perfect thing for my COVID brain. I cannot think, cannot gather the recipes. I don't have the brain power to be able to cook something and look up a recipe and figure out all the legwork myself and right now. And so this is just pull the recipe card out, flip it over and go step one. They have great photographs. I've made a couple mistakes because reading sometimes is a problem with my eyes getting blurry and I can't comprehend what I'm reading. That's getting much, much, much better. And the pictures help me stay on task. And I've been feeling really good that we are eating healthy meals. And I wish to say that without the sense of taste and smell, um, it made me lose weight, but I've been right where I normally am. But I'm going to tell you, if you are post-COVID and you don't know how things taste, when you're spicing foods, you have no idea what you're doing. So Home Chef um, has it all right there. You pour in all of the pre-measured spices and ingredients and it comes out great every time. So it's alleviated a lot of stress in my life. Even before I got COVID, I had I've had this now since January. It's a time-saving thing. And I think a money-saving thing too, because if I were to buy all these ingredients for two people, I would be spending way more than the $10 per person per meal. It's expensive, but paying for the convenience of it. And then we did go to Costco on our way home from the Highland Game, and we picked up some things for the non um, home chef nights. So I have like a frozen lasagna I can put in. We had the deli made um, Costco enchilada casserole, which is what we used to call a Mexican lasagna. It was very, very good. And we have things for sandwiches and food in the freezer. So I've been pretty happy with home chef and Costco. Can't sing their praises enough. So I think that's enough catching up today on what I've been doing, what my plans are, and I've been working full time. I'm just trying to do some of it from home to help alleviate for the next three to six months. Um, I'm still seeing patients in the office and I'm doing um, my job in healthcare as a nurse and I just know that the only way you're going to get better sometimes is to change things up a little bit. So we're trying to help alleviate some of the stress. And then I am also trying to work on um, exercise. So we have our home gym. I have not gone into it for months. I just don't have the strength yet, but I'm going to start doing a little bit of very light hand weights and just moving and stretching. I'm doing the active five when I'm in the office. There are five minutes chair exercises. And there's also some pretty cool um, physical therapy people as well as yoga people on YouTube and TikTok that are just very simple movements to try to build up some muscle. And like I said, I'm going to walk to the beautician today. It's not raining and it's not hot. It's perfect. It's overcast and about 65 degrees outside. And so that will be the perfect test of my lung capacity and fitness, which is terrible. Um, so 
I want to say is um, check out my show notes. I'm going to put in the Fat Quarter affiliate link once I figure out what it is. If you want to buy the book or buy anything else from Fat Quarter Shop and you use that affiliate link, um, it costs you no extra money. But because you use the link, I get a little bit of credit for you using it. And then I can buy a few things at Fat Quarter Shop myself. The other thing you can do if you would like to support this channel is I have discontinued the patron program and I've gone instead to Kofi, which is K-O-F-I. And you can buy me a virtual cup of coffee. And I so appreciate those who have bought me a virtual cup of coffee. Diane and Barb and Gail, thank you. Thank you so much for purchasing me a cup of coffee and for your kind words and your support. I also have some people who have just discovered the podcast and I want to say welcome and I hope that you're enjoying the podcast. There are a few people who I have to say thank you to who have bought me coffees. One is Jeannie and you can support a lot of your YouTubers and online folks. They are jumping on. There are a few people who have purchased me coffees anonymously. And I'm going to say, um, if you have bought me one and you know who you are, thank you. And look, Colleen, she's bought me coffee too. So thanks so much, everybody. Um, I am also working on um, a new video for my YouTube channel and the name has recently changed to My Creative Corner 3. You can also find me on TikTok as vholloway12345 and you can find me on Instagram at Vicki L. Holloway Quilting or Our Creative Souls. I'll do my sister and I, our crafts as well as our garden. And of course, I have a blog, mycreativecorner3.com, and I really want to get back into my weekly blog post of Saturday morning coffee. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my story of threes today. And if you are somebody who is in the post-COVID long haul situation, I want to say, um, I hope that you find a really good support circle and definitely if you have any tips, tricks, or other <laughs> things to help, um, in the situation I'm in, give me a, a little comment over on the show notes on the blog, or you can email me at vholloway12345 at gmail.com. Have a most wonderful week and enjoy those special moments each day because we know that there is nothing that is ordinary in our lives. I'll talk to you next time.